Welcome to Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. This is Dwell in the Word for March 22nd. March 22nd is a Wednesday, so we are in Fount of Heaven for our opening prayer. Let us pray. We will sing to you, Deathless One, God himself and God's great Son, creator of endless generations and son of many creations. You are the God of infinite wisdom, standing among the angels. As man, you mourn among your people, and the Magi wondered, is this newborn child God or king or mortal? We bring our gifts. In the tomb you purified our earth and the rolling tide, the depths below the deep, and even the paths of nations. You are the God who rescues the dead. Take my music as an anthem from heaven's songs. Amen. Okay, today we are in Isaiah chapter 58. That means that we will be reading verse 1 through verse 14. Hear the word of the Lord. Cry aloud, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the judgment of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose a day for a person to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, And bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him, and not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and spreading wickedness, if you pour yourself out to, for the hungry, and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness, and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your desire in scorched places, and make your bones strong. And you should be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail." And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, or seeking your own pleasure, or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth, I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. As we arrive here, we have some more instructions to the people of God. Uh, We see that they are being told that what matters is the condition of their hearts, right? That they are right before God, that they're not just saying these things or doing these things, but they have 
attitudes that reflect what God is calling them to do. And we see this as we look at their fasting specifically here. We see that they're doing the right things. They are saying the right things. We have this here in verse 2, right? They seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness. In other words, they're looking for the right things to do to do them, but they are not seeking out actually doing anything beyond the rituals. They are trying to do the fasts and these other types of things, but they're not actually taking care of others. They're not loving others. They're acting as though, hey, we've, we've done your stuff, God, and so why aren't you blessing us? But God is saying here, you're acting as though you're righteous when you're just doing these things. Uh, you are, you're not, you're even asking for righteous judgments. They're saying, hey, God, We've done all these things, and why are you not blessing us? Why are you not judging these other people who aren't doing this? And, and it even says here, they delight to draw near to God. They're, they're thinking that this is the path. And what is the question here? Why have we fasted and you did not see it? Well, the answer here is really very obvious. The reason is, is that the purpose of a fast is not simply to fast. It's not just for the person. It's not to check a box to say that you've done a religious duty. Notice what it says here in verse 7. It is, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? That when they would fast, they would take what they would have eaten and give it to someone who's in need. And to say, hey, God has blessed us. Why don't you come into our home, you homeless one, you one who is poor? Uh, we're abstaining from blessing so that we can bless you. We're going to cover the naked, as it says here, and not and not be the type of people who just do these things but don't care about other people. And as we get down to the end of this passage, God says to them, hey, if you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath the delight, and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it not going your own ways, or seeking your own pleasure, or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord. Notice here that the Sabbath isn't something that they are just checking a box on. I'm, I'm sure they were doing the religious ritual of the Sabbath correctly, but what were they not doing. They weren't taking delight in it. They weren't doing this for the reason that God had called them to do. They weren't honoring it. Instead, they were seeking their own pleasure. And so, what does God call them to do? He calls them to do these things for the right reason, to take this Sabbath rest, to honor God, to do what he has called them to do, not in a ritualistic way, but to care for others, to delight in the Lord, to delight in the worship of him. And now notice this last half of verse 14. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Notice the contrast that we have here. They were fasting, but they were not feeding others. They were not eating. No one was eating. But God says, if you do these things, I will feed you. I promise to be who I have been to you. Return to me. Return to me and do what you have called me to do. These are the things that God does. 
And notice we have this familiar language, for the mouth of the Lord is spoken. God is saying, I'm not going to forsake what I've said I'm going to do. If you do these things, it will be to your benefit. You will delight in me. If you delight in me, you will have more delight. I will feed you. I will give you what you need. And so the call for us as we consider this passage today is where do you and I have rituals that we just do and we expect God to bless it because we've done it? Um, I don't know what that might be, but God is more concerned with our hearts than with what we do. Now, this doesn't mean we forsake the Lord's day. Oh, my heart's in the right place, so I don't need to go to church. That's, that's not the point. The point here is that we can do all of those things and our hearts can be in the wrong place. God isn't saying, don't observe the Sabbath and have your heart in the right place. He's saying, observe the Sabbath and have your heart in the right place, right? And so, as we consider this, we think about this from day to day. We have things that maybe we don't consider correctly about what we're doing for God. We just do it because we think it's what we need to do. But we are best served in our spiritual lives when we consider, why did God call us to do this? What has he given us in this command that we can use to bless others, that we can use to care for others? So may we find this, find these opportunities to care for others, that we might have the opportunity to share the gospel with others, that we might have the opportunity to bless others as we have been blessed, that Christ might receive all of the glory. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Triune God, we know that we are like the people spoken of in Isaiah. We often have the right words on our lips, but yet our hearts are far from you. Bless us with the conviction to match our actions to our words, that we might be blessed to glorify your name to those around us, and that we might be faithful witnesses to the blessings that we have in Christ. Today we pray for the evangelists and missionaries that our congregation supports in other parts of the world and in our own nation. We ask that you would bless them with faithfulness to your word and give them boldness to proclaim it. And we especially lift up the broadcast ministry of Words of Hope and ask that you would cause the message of salvation in Christ to not only go out to those people who have not heard, but we also pray that their ministry would be used to build up the faith of those in places where the gospel is silenced by persecution. As we live before your face today, help us, O Lord, to step into your world with the desire to serve. Help us to see those that we can love and serve. May the gospel of Christ be on our lips, that people may know that our love for them flows from your love for us. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we'll move on to Isaiah 59 on Friday. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for Dwell in the Word. To learn more about First Reformed Church, head on over to our Facebook page or website, edgertonfrc.org.